0: Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Bless the speaking and the hearing of your word. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So recently, my wife and I had the opportunity to go out on a date night together. These are highly coveted uh, experiences when you have young kids. And so of course we uh, went out to dinner, but you know what we did that was like the really special treat? You guys probably can't even guess. We were so excited to do this as part of our date night. We went to Walmart. (laughs) Stay with me. We had a couple things we needed to get, but while we were there, We had the crazy idea because it was just us. So we went over towards that section of Walmart where all of the toy aisles are, and we just walked down the aisles. Every one of them walked down all the toy aisles. And then we found the candy section. And this wasn't yet Halloween buildup, I suppose, but we went to the candy section. We did the same thing. We walked down the aisles together. You know what we heard? Nothing. We didn't hear a single word. And for those that have been around uh, young kids any time in recent history, you will know what I'm talking about here, which is that when you go down, if you go shopping with your kids anywhere, uh, at any place, and they see something they want, you will know because, Mom, could you give me that ball? Dad, can you buy me those candy bars? Can you give me that Lego set? There's like, they do not hold back anything at all in the requests. And so we were kind of trying to have a little bit of fun uh, on our own there of just not having to hear the constant demands, the constant requests without the kids there to ask for it. Well, today we're focusing on uh, this stage of our lives that we know as kindergarten, And kindergartners particularly, I mean, this can happen across some ages down there, but definitely kindergartners, um, for them, there's really no request that's off limits. Not just at the store, but just anywhere in general. Think about the things that kindergartners will ask for. Can we have ice cream for breakfast? And they're dead serious. Can we have ice cream for breakfast? I had my kid ask me a couple weeks ago, uh, a little older than kindergarten now, but uh, can we go to Disney World today? (laughs) And she thinks it's going to happen. Can we do it today? And she means it. This is a, there's no off limits on that. And I, I'm sorry for these kids right here, because as soon as I mentioned Disney World, now they're going to start asking mom and dad about it, right? I remember one time we had, we had been having fun with another family that with their own kids and my daughter came up to me uh, while we were you know hosting them over at our house and she said can they live with us <laughs> there's just nothing off the table right for a kindergartner they will ask for everything now as we get older we stop asking for these types of things don't we we might call them absurd things or extreme things. Um, why is that? Why do we stop asking for these grand things from other people or from God? And I'm interested in any thoughts that you have. What do you guys think? Why, why do you think we stop asking for these types of things? You got an idea? Aha, so we have a suspicion as we get older that this stuff might not happen, right? So there's no point, no point in asking for it. That's a very good answer. What else do you guys think? What are some other reasons why we might stop asking for absurd or crazy big things? What's that? No, mom's saying, no, don't, don't, don't follow that path. There's probably quite a few. I thought of at least three. He got one of them already uh, that I had thought of. The first reason I think we stop asking for absurd things is that uh, we recognize that they're difficult or impossible. How am I supposed to get my kids to Disney World today? Do I even have a budget for that? Can we get a a plane uh, to that? You know, how's that going to happen, right? So we we recognize the impossibility of something. A second reason I think we don't ask for absurd things is because we don't want to appear selfish or needy. I definitely am guilty of this myself because my parents, loving parents as they are, every year for my birthday they ask me, what would you like for your birthday? I mean, I'm 40 years old now, but they still want to get me stuff. And in, in my desire to seem like I'm not a selfish person and I'm not needy for things, I can, I can get my own stuff, whatever, and I don't need other things. That's what I say to my family all the time. Nah, I don't really need anything. What a liar. There's all kinds of stuff that I would want, but I don't want to appear that way. All right, so I think that might be another reason why we stop asking for absurd things is because we feel like maybe what, how's that going to reflect on me to others. And then the third way, the reason I think we stop asking for absurd things is because we know that we don't deserve them. We know that we don't deserve them. And this is what I really want to focus on in our uh, sermon time today, this question of deserving. Because as we get older, we tend to stop asking for the moon and we start asking for much smaller and more petty things in our lives. An example of this would be uh, that you might go to your boss and ask for uh, some extra vacation time or a pay raise. Why? Why would you ask for these things? Because you work hard. You know, you you break your back for the business or you've been around for a long time. In other words, you have a reason that you deserve the thing that you're asking for. Think about uh, teenagers in our midst here that are asking mom and dad for uh, a later curfew or more freedom with the car. What's the, what's the, what would be the argument? Any of you guys ever heard your kid ask for that? What would they say? Why should you do that for them? I'm older and more That's right. I'm older and I'm more responsible. You can trust me. In other words, I deserve it. I think about it in my own house. I just really, all I ever ask for is the remote control because I don't want to watch any more kids' shows. And I feel like I've suffered enough. You know? <laughs> in other words, the things that we ask for, as we get older, our requests become smaller. And usually because we are in the, the mode of deserving, we ask for the things that we think are owed to us, that we think we have coming to us. Now, Jesus describes prayer in our reading today from Luke as shameless Audacity shameless audacity and that actually perfectly describes the kindergartner or the little kids approach to prayers versus us older mature people and the way that we ask for things but i think jesus is inverting what we think is the proper thing because you know when you consider kids asking for disney world that strikes us at first as being like kind of crazy and selfish. But you know what? Self hasn't factored into it at all. They don't think that they deserve it. They just want to go. They're not thinking about themselves and whether it's reasonable or whether they've earned it. They might start making some arguments. But that, the, the, the point of departure for the request has nothing to do with them. They're just looking for you to do it. Whereas as we get older and we consider the things that we ask God for or other people for in our lives, our requests become smaller and more petty and actually more focused on ourselves, on what we think we have coming to us. It's funny that the kids don't calculate whether they should be given what they're asking for. And in contrast, we start to think that God's answer depends on on us with the things that we ask him for. And so we actually make our requests of God way smaller. I mean, I'm just thinking of what Hyundai just told us about his own life in terms of the things he's asked God to do for him, that we might say, whoa, that's kind of crazy, right? And we tend to do this over time. We make our requests smaller. Well, Jesus again describes prayer as shameless audacity and you see that in the stories that he tells right after he teaches the Lord's Prayer to the disciples. First he has a story about this friend at midnight and what happens is, it's a very short little parable, but what happens is you, um, you, you're a person who's got guests who just showed up and you don't have anything to uh, help you know, give hospitality to them. So you go to your neighbor at midnight and you bang on the door Help me out here. And notice what Jesus says very clearly. He says, the man will not answer you because of your friendship. In other words, there's no calculations. There's no question of deserving. It's, you don't knock on the door and say, hey, I helped you out two months ago. You owe me. Jesus says, because of your shameless audacity, because you've lost sense of yourself completely and are simply calling out for what you need, your friend is going to answer. And then Jesus later uh, goes on to talk about uh, these strange dads, right? He talks about you dads who are evil. Well, that's a knock to us. I'm glad we're not doing this on Father's Day. But he says, you dads who are evil, who, which of you, if your child asks you for an egg, is going to give them a scorpion or something like this? It's kind of a strange illustration to our ears. Um, but so Jesus' point there, of course, is that how much more will God give? And notice what's not discussed in that illustration the deserving of the children. Jesus does not say what is owed to the kids. He just points out that even sinful human beings know how to give good gifts. How much more God, who is perfect and holy and righteous and loving, how much more will he give? Jesus is taking deserving off the table when it comes to prayer. And it's really helpful to, to see those two stories as we heard it read uh, today uh, with the, the little ask, seek, knock section because that's one of those uh, parts of scripture that sometimes gets yanked out like I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord. Um, you get this ask, seek, knock and if you just take those words by themselves you might start to think that that it's up to us to really you know be strong with the asking and be big with the, the knocking. But notice that in sandwiched between these two illustrations Jesus is just making the point that ask seek knock everyone who does this receives the emphasis is not on deserving but on God and his grace for us and in fact when you think about prayer the way Jesus has just described it for us shameless audacity you start to recognize just how shameless the Lord's Prayer is I mean we're going to say it again here in a little bit in our service. And perhaps we say it so much that we lose just how absurd of a prayer it is. I mean, Jesus tells us that we can call the God of the universe, who we have greatly offended by our sin, Father, we're so used to saying that that we we I think I personally lose just how shameless that invitation is. That Jesus is saying you don't have to try to be something different. You can simply call God your father. And then he talks about how we are to ask God for the kingdom. Your kingdom come. Let's go to Disney World. Today, I mean, what is your kingdom come except asking God for everything? Everything. Father in heaven, give me everything. What a shameless and audacious prayer to God. Give me everything. And then Jesus gets even into specifics, right? Give me today my daily bread. It's not a question of what I've earned Just give me what I need today. Forgive me for my sins. The prayer that Jesus teaches us is so beautiful because it points away from ourselves and our deserving and our performance and what is owed, and it is just shameless. In fact, our shame is taken away by Jesus. And we can come to our Heavenly Father and ask him for anything and everything that we need from him. So what I want to do right now as we wrap is take a little bit of time for you to pray to your Heavenly Father. And I've got a couple questions that you can consider as you do so. The first, what has God given you that you don't deserve? And the second question is, What do you want from God but have been too ashamed to ask for? I'm going to give you a little bit of time to do that and then I will close us in prayer. Pray with me. Lord Jesus Christ, take us beyond deserving. Show us how you have given us all things in your death and resurrection. Remind us that we are children of the Heavenly Father. Remove our shame and make us bold to pray. Give us confidence in your love and in your response to all that we ask. In your name we pray. Amen.